What's going on, Back Row Texans fans? It's your host, Branson Thomas, here for another episode of the Back Row Texans show. This week, we are talking the schedule. You know, the Texans, uh, it's not going to look pretty this year, as many of you know, and lots and lots of people love to point out. Um, we actually, in my opinion, would have had a really favorable schedule had we had Deshaun Watson here still. Definitely some winnable games, um, even with the defense we had last year. I do, however, think the defense this year is going to be better. I mean, we it's it's easy to improve when you're like dead last or second to last worst defense in the league. So I definitely think we'll jump up, you know, six, seven, eight spots, which is is a couple points a game, in my opinion. And, you know, we lost a lot of close games last year, and that could make a difference. But, you know, unfortunately, we don't have Deshaun Watson as of now. Um, and probably won't. So it really makes makes the season a, a lot tougher, a lot longer for fans. You know, we, we added an extra week. You know, we got 17, 17 games this year. Um, so let's kind of talk about that. You eliminate one of the preseason games, which basically nobody paid attention to, to the fourth preseason game, unless you were a coach or a player on the bubble. So it really does kind of suck for those guys. You get to lose out on, on potentially showcasing your ability and, and why you should be on the team. But they're opting to take one of those games out, and then we're adding another game in for the regular season. And as a fan, yeah, I love football, but you're going to have all these records getting broken now, if not this year, next year you're going to see single season records breaking most rushing yards, most receiving yards, catches, touchdowns, you know, that these things are going to, they're going to get broken. And, you know, it's, I, I find it hard to sit there and think, Oh yeah. You know, he holds a single season record. Well, he played an extra game, but you have that same, same argument for people who, have the record for 16 games versus the guys who used to have it at 14 games. So I really am a big component of the average single game, single season game average, you know, who rushed for the most per game and, you know, limiting it to a full season's worth for them. So, you know, 14 for way back then 16 for the past couple decades and then 17 starting now, you know, average it out. And then you can really compare and see, okay, this person would have broken it with 16. This person, you know, would have killed it with three more games had they had 17 instead of 14. So we'll see. But on to the team. And like I said, the people out there are not betting high on the Houston Texans. And... I'm going to start having more of a gambling aspect to several of my podcasts going forward. So we're going to talk about some odds. And and I'm looking at the online betting odds and totals and just kind of seeing where they stand amongst the other NFL teams. Well, the win total for the year is plus or minus four. 
right now the over is negative uh, 130 and the under is plus 100. So right now they're leaning for the over, but it's not a huge difference. You know, you, you have to bet 130 bucks to win 100 bucks. So they're right around that four win mark. And when we go through the schedule here in a little bit, you'll see where I have them on there, whether I think they're going to be over or under. So with that low win total, obviously the next few are going to be low to make the playoffs. It is a negative 1,200 for a no. They are definitely in favor of not making the playoffs. Um, the division itself, they are a plus 2,200 to win. They are dead last in the division race behind Indy, Tennessee, and Jacksonville in that order. Indy is favored to win it at 105. But plus 2,200, I mean, the Jags are only at plus 550. They have zero faith in Houston. And they dead last in the division. Well, they're dead last in the NFL in odds to win the Super Bowl at plus 1,007. Sorry, at plus 17,500. That is ridiculous. I mean, if you threw $100 on there and they pulled out a miracle, holy crap, you would be rich. That would be awesome. I don't see that happening, obviously, and that's clearly they don't either, and that's why they have them so low. But they're dead last to make the playoffs, dead last to win the Super Bowl, dead last in their division, and dead last in season win total. Like I said, plus or minus four. Detroit is the next lowest at plus or minus five. And you have a few teams at six, like the Jets. The sports betting world is not in favor of the Texans doing much at all. And the odds makers are not in favor of the Texans really at all in general. They are not favored in a single game this year. Underdogs in all 17 games. That's just crazy. Like... The odds of going 0-17 are very slim. They are. Granted, a couple years ago, the Lions went 0-16, and that was crazy. But 0-17, you got it. Football's a crazy sport, you know. Sometimes you can go out there and the better team loses. They're off that game. Just weather, something happens. So... The odds of going 0-17 are slim, and I do not think that they're going to go 0-17. But you still, you're not favored in a single game. That's crazy, especially the first game of the season, which is the game I for sure thought that they'd at least be favored in. You are at home against the Jags, against a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. Like, everything is lining up for them to steal that win, I guess you would have to say now, because they're underdogs. Like, I do think week one, they are going to win against the Jags. I think it's going to take some growing pains. It's going to take time to acclimate to the NFL, to the speed for Trevor Lawrence. Yes, I he's probably going to have a great career as a quarterback. He is a, a phenom, but it's still, it, Peyton Manning struggled his rookie year. You know, it happens. And a rookie head coach, he's not used to the speed of the game. Everybody's going to sit here and say, oh, his pedigree is 1-1-1-1. One, 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 one. He's won everywhere. Nick Saban is a great...
great college coach, but sucked in the NFL. Being a good college coach does not make you a good NFL coach. So to just say he's going to do great, you can't do that. You have no idea. And this is a week that I think there's a lot of Texans players out there that they're on prove-it deals, and they're going to come out week one firing. They have something to prove. And it, it may be the only win they have, but I bet they win week one. And I'd put money on it. I probably will. So we'll see. But let's go into the rest of the schedule since well, we're already started. Week two is at Cleveland. You know, we get to see Jadavion Clowney again. But, oh, man, that's it's not going to be a pretty one. The offense has got a lot of weapons, and uh, that defense looks stacked now. I think it's it's not going to be close. I think I think we're going to lose there in Cleveland. So, you know, one and one. You know, following that loss, though, we have week three is versus Carolina at home, and that's a Thursday night game. That is our only primetime game of the season, and it is a mandatory primetime game. Every team has a Thursday night game. So for those of you out there that are shocked that they even have one, it's mandatory. Everybody has a Thursday night game. But we have Carolina on a short week at home, and I think we actually pull this one out. I do. It, obviously, I can see us losing this game. They have a really good defense. You've got Christian McCaffrey, and we couldn't stop the run last year, so you throw him out there. It could be the Christian McCaffrey show. You know, Run CMC all the way. But I do think, I'm glad, first of all, I'm glad we got Carolina early because I think Sam Darnold with Brady is going to have a great year. I think he's going to help Darnold and basically show the Jets that, hey, you missed out. Week one, Carolina and the Jets play, and I think Sam Darnold's going to go off. He's going to ride that high, but he's going to come back to reality probably weeks two and three. And we got them on a short week at home, so they're traveling. I think we squeak out a win here. And shock a lot of people, you know, two and one, woohoo! But that is short-lived because week four is at Buffalo. Another good game to have early on is, you know, you're missing out on a potential snow game, which I guess if we're already assuming, which I am, that they're going to get blown out, because Buffalo's defense and offense and, you know, revenge for the playoff game they played the last time. We're going to get blown out. So maybe I don't. Maybe I wish it was later in the year, so it could have been a snow game. It would have been fun, and that may have actually leveled the playing field a little more. But, you know, it is a revenge game, I'm doing air quotes here, for Tyrod Taylor. So if he's still QB at that time, oh, maybe gonna end up pretty so two and two up to this point with new england coming to town week five this is one of those games i kind of flip a coin on i don't know how new england is gonna be it's one of those matchups i do think the texans could win i'm putting them down as a loss though and mostly because of the defense for new england they're getting several guys back that opted out last year because of COVID. And, I mean, Belichick was genius to have him do that, told the contracts. There's got to be something in there for those guys, to, you know, to have done that. But 
I think that defense is going to be better, and I don't think we're gonna gonna win this time round. It will be interesting though to see if the rookie quarterback for them is playing. If he is, I, I definitely could see us uh, taking advantage of that. But if we have Mills going as quarterback, Belichick doesn't lose to rookies, and that's another thing for a loss. So. I'm going to go ahead and chalk this one up as a loss. So we're two and three. And at this point, I'm going to stop giving the record going forward because it doesn't uh, get better. Week six is at Indianapolis. And yeah, that defense is just stellar. I, I think their defense is one of the best in the league, unfortunately. And, you know, if Carson Wentz is still there and playing, if he's healthy, he. He's an improvement, and they're going to be good this year. I do think they're probably going to win the division. Um, and like I said earlier, they're the odds-on favorite to do so. So I'm going to chalk it up to a loss at Indianapolis. Week 7 is at Arizona. You know, this is the one I feel most people have kind of circled on their calendars as a the game, you know, everyone's most looking forward to. You know, we get to play against Hopkins again and J.J. Watt. This is the first time we'll see him, you know, across the field from us. Well, both of them. But this is the first season he's not a Houston Texan. God, it just feels weird. You know, I, I was all for, you know, him riding off into the sunset, retiring a Houston Texan. You know, he's one of my favorite all time. But, you know, you got to do your thing. And I was actually thinking he was going to sign with a contender like that was kind of what he made it seem like he wanted to go play somewhere that just he wanted to chase the Super Bowl at this point in his career not the money but I guess the offer from Arizona was just that much better than everybody else's because he went and chased the money because I don't think Arizona is that good I think they are way overrated their coach is not that great their quarterback is okay. I mean, how many weapons can you put around the kid? If he doesn't go off this year, it's not in the cards for him. And I, he would just be a serviceable QB. He's not a great one. So I am going to give us the loss. But like I said, Arizona to me is not that good. And I would not be surprised if we won this game. Not at all. This is one of those toss-ups for me. Kind of that maybe so. But I'm, I'm going to mark it down as an L being it it's away. And I just, I don't see us winning that game. Week eight is back home against the Rams. They are going to be good. Like, I'm surprised they're not the favorites in the NFC. I, they're one of them. But, you know, Matthew Stafford is a huge upgrade to Jared Goff. I've always been a Stafford. And he's going to show up. I mean, he's from Texas. He is going to to bring it. You know, he, he actually plays really well in Texas when he comes to town. And unfortunately, that's going to be at the expense of the Houston Texans. And we're going to lose that one as well. And I don't see that one being close. I feel for whoever is quarterback because Aaron Darnold is going to have them running all over the field. Week nine is an away game at Miami. And 
you know, they've added a lot of weapons for Tua. They have, for sure. And if he, again, he, this is one of those things kind of with Kyler. Yes, he struggled last year. He had Fitzpatrick coming in and out. Well, he doesn't anymore. So it's really up to Tua at this point. And he's got the weapons around him. We got Will Fuller there. It's going to be weird seeing Will Fuller on the other side now. And can we match up with the speed? You know, they're going to have Fuller, uh, Devontae Parker, which isn't super fast, but he's a decent wide receiver. And then you got their sixth uh, overall pick in Waddle, who is a speedster. If we can cover that speed, then sure, we have a chance. Because their, I think, season win totals over under nine. I I really don't see that. You know, I, I mean, yeah, it's around 500. So I guess I could see him being around a 500 team. But I... I just don't think that they're all that. And unfortunately, I am going to put us down for a loss. I don't think that we can cover the speed. I think our offense is just not going to be there. And our defense is not going to step up enough. So another loss. But again, that's one of those I could see us stealing out a win. Now, following that, week 10 is the bye. So almost, you know right in the middle, kind of halfway-ish point. Going into the bye, that puts us at 2-7. and seven. Ouch. Not not fun for fans, but it's, it's a truth that, you know, we're going to actually have to start living with because it's going to be a long season. And the second half is more favorable in terms of, you know, home games. Four out of the seven are home, but... The matchups don't get much better, and it's neither does the record. Week 11 is at Tennessee, and I just don't see a stopping Derrick Henry. It's, the guy is ridiculous. I didn't want to believe that he was that good. You know, I'm a huge fantasy football player, and, you know, he came, busted onto the scene with his huge year, and I thought the next year was going to be a bust, and last year he was not a bust. And I ate my own words. That is what it is. And I, he's going to keep going, going to keep getting better. And I don't think that team is going to win the division. I think Indy will, but they're going to be right on their tails. They, they definitely will be. So I'm giving us a loss there. But that loss is hopefully short-lived because week 12, we come back home and face the Jets and rookie Zach Wilson. I... I think he's going to turn out kind of like Trubisky in the fact that you know you didn't have much to go off of. And I don't know. I personally didn't really see Zach Wilson play that great. But you never know. It's a new coaching staff. And all of them, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be growing pains. Again, it's just like I had with the Jags. Rookie coach, rookie quarterback, it's going to take some time to gel. Yes, it's 12 weeks into the season. It could be gelled by then, but it's the Jets, and their defense is not that great. So I'm going to go ahead and give us a win here. Thank God, because it's the first one since week three. But again, that is also short-lived because week 13 is against the Colts, and unfortunately, I think the Colts sweep us this year, and I absolutely hate the Colts. Any chance I get, I anti-Colts, but we are going to lose to them at home as well. They're, especially if Wentz is still playing. If he's not playing, 
we have a better chance. But again, that defense to me is one of the top ones in in the league, and it's going to be hard to put up points uh, against them. Week 14 is a home game again, so that's three in a row for those of you math nerds out there. Um, is against Seattle, though, and Russell Wilson. And the last time we played Seattle, it was Deshaun's rookie year, and he went toe-to-toe. He danced danced with Russell the entire game, and it really came down to the end. And what do you know? Our defense couldn't stop Russell. And again, our defense is not going to stop Russell, which is why I think we lose this game. I don't think their defense is that great. And if we can generate a pass rush at all this year, their offensive line has needed work for a couple years, but they hadn't been addressed, much like the whole Green Bay wide receiver thing. Um, but, I, yeah, Russell's, Russell is Russell. Let Russell cook. He's, he's going to on our defense, and we're going to lose this one. Week 15, though, is it's a away game, but it's at Jacksonville. Again, rookie coach, rookie quarterback, but it's 15 weeks into the season. I think they get it start to click, and I think that's going to be some trouble for Houston. At this point, I think Lawrence is going to know what he's doing for the most part. He's got some weapons around him, and I do think that they win this game. We split with Jacksonville, and I'm I'm not really surprised at this point by it. I, I, yes, it's Jacksonville. We could definitely win this game, but I don't think we will. So another loss there. Week 16 is one of those games I feel we could win. It's kind of a toss-up for me. It's another home game, and it's against the Chargers. Justin Herbert blew onto the scene last year and absolutely killed it as a rookie. But he had Pep Hamilton on his side, which now we do. And he had an entirely different coaching staff than what he does this year. You know, first time head coach this year. And is it going to click? Is it going to be the same? I, I don't know. Herbert could continue excelling and be an MVP candidate this year. Or he could take a step back and just kind of sizzle out for this season. Plus, that has been one of the hardest teams to guess on because of their injuries. Every year they seem to be decimated by injuries. Maybe this is the year they're not, and they blow us out of the water, and they're a great team. But again, it's one of those ones I could just flip a coin. You know, we're home. Another Tyrod Taylor uh, revenge game if he's quarterback at this point. But I don't think he'll be quarterback at this point. I think you got to throw Mills in to see what what you have. And, and honestly, after the bye is probably your best time. Again, it's four of the seven games are at home. And you want to make it as easy for your quarterback as possible. So either way, I'm going to chalk up a loss to the Chargers. I wouldn't be surprised if we win, but I don't think Herbert's going to take a step back. I think he's going to keep going. I was a big fan of his last year, um, so getting to see him in person might actually be kind of fun. But, again, it's a loss. Now, Week 17 is an away game at the 49ers. They're another one of those teams that was 
bit by the injury bug. And I think they're going to be a lot better. I Shanahan is awesome coach. I'm a huge fan of his. You know, I wish he would have stayed in Houston back when he was here, but obviously he didn't. And whether he has Trey Lance or Jimmy G at quarterback, I don't think it's going to matter. I think they're going to win. Because to me, they're going to be second in the division behind the Rams. So they're going to be in that wild card playoff hunt kind of deal. So they're going to have a lot more to play for than we are. So I think we're going to get a loss here. That brings me to week 18, the last week. You know, how about the NFL mix it up a bit? No, home against Tennessee. I'll go figure. But again, just like last week, Tennessee is going to have a lot more to play for, in my opinion, coming into this week than we will obviously you know they're going to be one of those wild card teams right there on the bubble because indy to me is going to win the division so tennessee is going to have to fight its way in that being said they could have it clinched up and sit their starters if they do that i think we win hands down which would give us our fourth win which is right at the line that the betters have but because I think they're going to be fighting for that playoff spot. And at this point in the season, I'm not saying we're tanking because I'm very anti-tanking. You get the first overall pick, you get it because you sucked, not because you did it on purpose. I hate people that tank. And I don't think we're going to tank, but you're in that interesting scenario where a win could push you out of the top spot, but a loss will definitely help you keep the top spot scenario. So I'd be very intrigued to see what they do there. Again, I think Mills will be quarterbacking it at this point, but I don't think we'll stop Derrick Henry and his pursuit of breaking the rushing record for the season. And he'll probably put 200 up on us again. He seems to do that. I think he's done it the last couple times he faced us. So I'm going to go ahead and chalk up a loss because I think their starters are going to play, which puts us at 3-14. and 14. So right now, I guess I'm betting the under. You know, I said plus or minus four games. The over was the favorite at 130, and the under was plus 100. So bet 100, win 100. And uh, yeah, 3-14 is what I have them at. I was a lot more optimistic when I did this a year ago. Granted, scenarios are way different. I was 100% right on Deshaun Watson killing it and having his best season. I'm pretty sure I bet on him the last gambling segment we did on him having the most passing errors in the season. I really wish I would have actually put money on it because I would have won, but I didn't. But, you know, scenarios completely different at this point. And again, all of this is considering Deshaun Watson not being here. If something happens and he plays for us this year, one, I'd be shocked. But two, that drastically changes a lot of these. I have one, two, three, four, five maybes. I would automatically switch all of those to wins, which then puts us in that almost 500 category, which a team can no longer go 500. Well, that's not technical. But 17 games makes it a lot harder to go 500. You'd have to get a tie in there, which those are, you know, far and few between and far less likely. But 
yeah, this, this is all considering Deshaun's not available for the Houston Texans. And we're rolling with Taylor, Mills, Finley, or Driscoll. You know, we've, we've currently got five quarterbacks on the roster, and I'd be very curious to see how many we have going into training camp. But, like I said, it looks like I'm betting the under, and that's really sad to say. Thinking about that really depresses me as a as a strong Houston Texan fan, but hey, Houston Texans all the way through thick and thin, you know, whether we win a Super Bowl or go 0-17, which, knock on wood, I really hope that doesn't happen. But I'll always be there with them, and I hope you guys will as well. Don't forget to give me a follow on Twitter at BackRowTexans. Let's talk Texans. Ask me any questions you want. I'm a lot more active on there and responsive. I also have an email if you want to send a question in anonymously. It's backrowtexans at gmail.com. But hit me up. Don't be afraid to get in contact, and let's have some fun. Because, well, something's got to be fun this year. Everyone stay safe out there. Have a good time, and don't forget... Go Texans!